1: Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Royce Unchained. All right, Patrick. When uh, does the fire sale begin? <laughs> it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a big one. There's, uh, Cruz will probably be the first guy to move here uh, before the All-Star break. They'll give him a break and let him uh, get out of here and go try to win. And uh, then you can move Sano to first base. Cause, I mean, uh, DH, because, you you know, you're going to play him and you're not going to get rid of him. So then you can play Kirilov Kirov at first base. So mm-hmm. you're doing Nelson a favor. And if somebody wants to give you a double-A pitcher that's got a third of a chance, uh, you know, that's, that's good enough. You don't have to hold out for Nelson. And then, uh, you know, the big story, I think I, the more I think about it and the way Buxton went about this rehab... I don't think he likes it here. Huh. I think uh I, I don't think they'll trade him now. The the trade if they trade him it'll be next winter when they find out they can't sign him, right? Yeah. Because uh they'll then, you know, they won't they wouldn't. This is the time of year when you get a lot for pitching in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. You don't get a lot for sure. position players generally speaking. Yep. Now, I did hear uh I, I think it was Bowden, but no, it wasn't Bowden. It was Kevin Kernan. I heard him talking the other day, and uh, he's really good. He's got his own website now, Inside Ball or something. He used to be at the Post. And uh, he said that uh, Josh Donaldson, back to the Braves, look out for that one because they can't hit. And, I like you know, it. they're only halfway they got a bunch. Of, you could get their eighth best prospect or something. Yeah, probably. that's fine. And they just take the know, contract, get you out from forty-six that's, mil and as much uh, as possible. Yeah, and they need something because they talk about big expectations. Them and they're under. I think last I looked, they're under five hundred. And they actually have a good lineup. They got the best player, one of the three best players in baseball, in Acuna, and who's hurt now. I think, but uh, they need some punch, and he, you know, he was great there. And they'd welcome him home and he could uh you know, he could uh he can't be enjoying this. Hell He no. cannot be no. enjoying being fifteen games behind and nope. on the way. And uh Dump. and then there's a mar I think there's you need the right team and Atlanta would seem to be the right team for him. So then you know, then it becomes Brios. If you if you think you can get more for Brios, if if, if you're pretty sure you can't sign him, uh, but obviously, as rotten as your pitching is, and the fact he's what 26 mm-hmm. and he pitches all the time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you got to pay him. You might have to pay him more than he's worth. Yes, right. Yes, just to have somebody right. And they got Maeda back next year, right? But they'll somebody can have him if they want him for the pennant race, right? Here if he comes back and pitches yeah. okay. He can have but who stays? I mean, who is you're gonna you're gonna keep Larnick and Kirilov because they're you know, nobody's gonna bust you to get them, you know, and, you know, that's something to something to have for your you line up of yeah. in the future. Yes. But beyond that Who's? I mean, anybody you want, you can have, probably right.
2: Third baseman Kepler, can be gone. Shortstop Kepler can
1: be had. Uh, oh, shortstop for sure. He I mean, he he here. should be traded. Yeah,
2: I trade him soon. The yes. Yankees. S- Simmons on the Yankees makes yes. sense. He gives them defense, yeah. and he's not he's not great at the plate, but he's competent yeah. enough. Yeah. God, and the Yankees I, are a mess. I gotta say,
1: I love watching him play. Yeah, Simmons, because he's in the field. He's Daffy. Yes, he'll kick one once in a while, but those hands are the damnedest. Well, the, the best hands I've ever seen on an infield. And the it's arms incredible. Are, the arms are yeah, gone. Well, yes, and it's but he doesn't use it. He just uses the. But he'll bobble. He gets, he gets rid of. Yeah, when he he'll has bobble to, it and then have to use anyway, it and it's bad. It, yeah, but generally speaking, his stick is to just get rid of the ball like that. Uh, the other day when they hit that rocket to him, uh-huh. and the guy was for the double play that won the game for him, you know, which they would have urinated away if they hadn't if it hadn't been for that rocket when the infield was in. Uh-huh. But that was unbelievable. That ball was hit 105, and he goes, "Shit!" The guy was out at third base yes. <laughs> before he realized that Simmons had caught the ball because he went yep. like that. And I mean, his hands are magnificent. You can tell. You know, through the interpretation and his body language and everything, he's goofy. He's a <laughs> different kind of cat, but unbelievable hands. He's so yeah. He'll probably if somebody wants shortstop, they can have him, and then they don't have a shortstop now. Though they don't have the next shortstop. No, they uh, they you know they they because Royce Lewis is. Mis- but I just mis- moved Polanco back there for now. Oh yeah, you can. I don't uh, care. Clarize it. Second base. Rise or Gordon. I think Rise is, Yeah, Gordon. I think you Gordon's know, got some potential maybe, as maybe. a super utility guy yeah, who's yeah, who's maybe. not Austin When I first, uh, I was really impressed with him in spring training, 19, I said, oh, yeah, he might be a player, because before that, I hadn't been. And then when I first saw him, you know, when I saw him this spring, and then, and then, the start of this season, I, I don't think there's much there except speed, but he's a little better player than mm-hmm. you know, he can he can be your second baseman or backup infielder or something. But uh, I gotta think six seven guys are going heck, if 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 Garber gets healthy and somebody needs a catcher, they probably trade him. What do we we aren't hearing a lot about Matt, Mitch? Uh, because Chip had a good column on him about how vulnerable catches are, have yes. made themselves, and he agreed to that. And uh, we find out. Uh, I think we've found out secondhand that the equipment's okay, but that now they're talking about having to come up, you know, with the longer flap if guys are going to catch this way. This this will be for their one, thigh. Yeah, this will be one of the advantages for the uh, Robo Up. Mm-hmm. They can go back to catching, catching. like yes. like they're supposed to. Yes, because they can't steal pitches. You know who hates this? Gladdy. Gladdy, I've talked to him a few times. That you can't throw guys out. You're more vulnerable to uh, wild pitches, which because you know they're most of them are called wild pitches, but they used to get blocked and stopped. Right, and now and you, can't you, you can't move. You can't. You can't shuffle over. No, and it, is it really worth it to steal two pitches a game? I think they, the the best. I think the best guys. They steal 2.6 pitches a game or some damn thing. Is yep. it really worth it to risk the life of your catcher? Well, here's and, what
2: here is what drives me crazy, Pat. So it, it was when pitch framing became in vogue and we talked about it, yeah. there were some guys, there was a collection of guys who were really good at sort of subtly, yeah. the, the glove would move subtly, right? Jason
1: Castro was the main reason he got signed here was he was a pitch framer.
2: Ryan Jeffers yanks pitches yeah, around right. the zone. It's not framing,
1: it's not, finger painting. I, yes, and it's very rarely works if you make a jerky move yeah the umpire knows what you're doing if i right? was the
2: ump though i would tell guys that aren't good you move the glove it's the ball.
1: <laughs> yeah right yeah so uh but i i just don't think it's worth it for to have catchers in that in that position. you know what would be the, what you give up the extra bases you give up yeah to get three pitches is not to me, is stupid. Do you know the one thing?
2: As long as we have the umps behind home plate, the one thing that might change it a little bit is if we go back to guys stealing bases, because you're in yeah, no position to throw out guys. But we, yeah. but but we punted on the stolen base at some yes. point in
1: time. They're trying to get uh, they're trying to get more running in the game. But I heard a stat yesterday on the radio. I didn't realize Provis the. Houston has fewer stolen bases than the Twins. They don't run at all, mm-hmm. you know. But uh,
2: Gordon stole two again, so. Yeah. I mean, he, he can run. Yeah,
1: he can. And uh, they the Twins will run a little more this year because they don't have any option even without Buxton. But uh, so, uh, anyhow, uh, a lot of conversation as to what was the advantage of having Buxton play a third game in St. Paul? Yep. Once he's demonstrated on Tuesday that he can run, yep. And once that he's demonstrated on Thursday that he can hit a couple of home runs, even if it is in a AAA ballpark or a minor league ballpark, what? Okay, give him Friday off. But what's the advantage of having him play in St. Paul Saturday instead of Target Field? I have no idea. It's, there's no advantage. And and if if you only want him to play six innings, then have him play six innings, right? Mm-hmm. What's the advantage? It's it's. Uh, I wonder if it's him
2: or so them. Are you hearing that he might not be completely? No, I happy just, or it's you just theorizing just my
1: it? just theorizing. Just my read on the things. You know, it's, it, it's absolutely, it's absolutely conjecture by me. We like to call it reckless speculation. It. it I don't. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't. Well, I, in my view, it's not reckless. Okay, I think there's right. something. I don't. Okay, that's good. I don't think he's wed to this collection, this team. I'm sure he's not. Because, well, you know, let's face it, screwed it him 18, over. right? Was yeah. it 18 that he didn't get called? What year was it he didn't get called? Up? Eight, 18, 18, right? Yeah. He was hurt? Yeah, and he then was they... hurt all year. And the year before, he was the platinum glove winner and yeah. all that. And they sent him down and tried to get him straightened out. And, yeah, and, uh, you know, I actually mentioned this earlier today. Uh, we just had... Gabe Kalcher, who's a college kid, basically leave the Gophers because of the the public criticism, mm-hmm. and you wonder about a guy like Buxton. You know, I don't know if he's sensitive. I have no idea. I don't. You can't read that. But having you know, you got family members who pay attention to this stuff, right? Yes. And every time is you know somebody writes, boy, they could really use Buxton and. The blogs and everybody else, yeah, he can't stay. They should get rid of him. He can't can't stay healthy. They're putting him in the same category as Snow. And maybe you get sick of it. Maybe you say the hell with him. I'll go someplace and be healthy and be a superstar, and uh, you're going to have to watch me. You know, I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. I mean, they can keep him, but it's going to be... If he comes back and oh, plays the yes. rest of the season, I know it, you're going. it's gonna be a big number. There's there's two things is is he is going to wanna
2: to be paid like he doesn't get hurt, and Barrios Bur- yes. is going to want to be paid like an ace.
1: All you gotta do is and look at all you gotta do is look at Eden Prairie, for example, the same example. Daniel Hunter wants to get paid like he hasn't been hurt, right? hmm And yes. this is this guy's been hurt obviously a lot more, although Percentage of games missed is probably fairly similar. You know what I'd forgotten? No, in two thousand seventeen, he played a hundred and forty games. I'd forgotten that because not only has he never played hundred beyond that. Now maybe a couple of those years he came up, he played a hundred if you count Rochester and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, but his most in the big leagues is since then is eighty seven. You know, so he's played less than half the time. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, he, he's not a guy you trade now, though, You know, with you, you know, until he, you might trade him next winter if somebody's, if the uh, Mets still want to give you, not Syndergaard, but somebody, you know, some, if, if somebody still wants to give you two good pitchers. Judd, I finally was compelled to look it up. Uh, in 2019, when they won 101 games, they were ninth in the major leagues. Now, this is just ERA in pitching, but ERA is a, I'm not saying it's the end all and be all. Right. But it's a, it's in a traditional evaluation. Last year in the mini season, they were fourth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This year, 27th. Yeah. The league, the, Every pitcher in baseball, you put them all together, the ERA is 4.10, which is pretty low. These boys are 4.99. That's a run a game. Yes. <laughs> They're playing with a run less a game. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, for all the analyzing we do about the injuries, no, there's nothing, yeah. nothing that has happened on the field right. that can make up for 4.99 ERA. Yes. Nothing has happened. Well, Pat, look at they they
2: signed Colome to close. I don't care what they say. They signed him to close. Hell yes, we he's didn't un, know it, but he's it's unpitchable. He's unusable. Yeah. He's unusable in important situations. Shoemaker is a disaster. I have no idea what the thought process was on Friday. Rocco can explain it all he wants. Oh, yeah. I don't get it. Uh, Haps not much better. No,
1: no, it's no. They, they made bad, yeah. the bad signings, and uh, this is their own doing. Yes. Oh yeah, it is. But here's the other thing about pitching. You know, I mean, you can go through everything, right? Blah, blah, blah. They, you know, they don't feel as well as we thought they were going to, they've been hurt. They haven't had their team, but Tom Kelly did not become an idiot in 1993. Right. Right. And then be dumb for eight years. Right. 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 No, he had no pitching. When you have no pitching, you lose lots of games. You no matter what else you have, you <laughs> cannot make up for having no pitching. Yeah. That's it. you're you know. And we could talk about yeah. Buxton being hurt and we yes. could talk about Kepler yeah, being hurt. Oh and if you can't line. pitch it doesn't no, matter. No, they would have had to Buxton would have had to been worth a run a game to get him to the tenth so they can then lose in the tenth. Yes. You know, he would have had to you know uh, he's not worth a run a game and uh yeah, it's uh man alive. There's nothing worse than a baseball season when you thought it was going to mean something, and you got 97 left, and it means nothing. Yes. I always tell about the early 80s. I'd been a sports columnist since 79, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, okay, summer baseball, that's all you got, right? Because Viking camp started, and Bud was still around. He wasn't going to He'd, he'd they weren't reporting
2: until Bud August one. But had
1: a three day mini camp and August one just because league rules made him. You know, <laughs> he he would have had him come up August fifteenth if he had his choice. So we had none of this off season nonsense, right? In the in and we had you know the North Stars that start camping the end of September or something. But you had baseball was supposed to carry you through the summer, and I mean. 81, we had the strike, and it was almost merciful because they were so rotten.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, and that was their – that team drew – was going to draw – I think they drew 490, you know, in, in a – but they played more home games than any team in baseball. Did they, they really? played more games than any team because the schedule yes. was like – was goofy. They played 11 more games than one team. I looked it up. 11 more games. Really? And they hadn't played more home games than anybody. And they drew forty four hundred and ninety thousand. They were just barely gonna hit six hundred if they'd played a full schedule. I mean, nobody cared. They were terrible.
2: Hey, speak for yourself. I went to a lot of games as a fan <laughs> yeah, that right. summer, okay?
1: And people probably said, I got say, my mom kid, to take me all the time. He said, Hey, mom and kid, do you want a couple of tickets? You know, it cost you three bucks in or four bucks. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> but I mean I was I went to Madden's for croquet. I went to uh, I went to Hayward for rolling on the logs and <laughs> everywhere. Whatever you could find, there was nothing to write. <laughs> I, that might have been the year. Maybe it was a different year. Wicker was here. The wicker was. We were sitting out at Maynard's, which wasn't Maynard's Inn, whatever they called it. Yeah. Having a beautiful night like this, my wife, my wife and him and I. We're sitting there having something to eat. And every time a new waitress or somebody, he'd come by, he'd try he'd ask, hey, you got the twin score? Like, <laughs> his way to agitate people was to ask him if they knew what the twin score was because they were playing that night. <laughs> he thought it was hysterical because people were getting offended that he was asking ask him him what, for the, what the twin score was. It might have been 82. I'm not sure, but uh, – so eighty one or eighty two—that's how bad it was. I mean,
2: yeah, but we—but the thing with those, those clubs, we didn't know, we didn't expect much from them.
1: No, no, no. You know, no that's the a, difference. This, that's the difference. This is torture because we thought it was going to be fun. It's similar to two thousand eleven, but actually, I believe expectations were higher for this team this time than they were in two thousand eleven. Because yeah, two thousand eleven, we you know we had them for a while and we thought they were. You know, we, you know, everybody I saw in spring training that year said, "Can we beat the Yankees this year, Russi?" Everybody, and I'd say, "I'd watch it." I'm not so sure about the pitching here, and uh, uh, but uh, you know, this year, I mean, it was I, I was sold to a a pretty good degree. I remember Dustin came up to me, like the middle of camp, and Dustin's not out. Beating the drum about how wonderful they are all the time. Dustin Morrison, he's he's good, and, and you can have a can of conversation. And they were doing something. In spring training came up, said this team's pretty good, mm-hmm. and I said, yeah, I think, I think they got the they can hit, and you know, my looks great, and uh, Barrios looks great, and you know, you'd like to have more starting pitching, but you know, Pineda's always been good, you know, yep. when he pitched, and yeah. And now you look at this and say, "Well, oh, well, they're old and slow." Yep. You know, and so, and he had no idea that Sano was. I mean, we're talking about the revival of Sano. Excuse me, I'm talking nonstop here. We're talking about the revival home runs. He's hitting 185. Still 185. I looked it up. 35 points lower than Rob Deere's career average, and Rob Deer. Rob Deer's offended joke. by that. Rob Deer was a joke. What's Balboni hit? Uh, yeah, oh, he's, I'm sure Balvoni's killing him. But, uh, yes, you know. it yes. Anyway, we've, uh, you know, it's, and, and we saw a perfect example of the, what they've done to fan interest on this homestand. You know, well, you, got, you, got, you got your best homestand of the year. Yesterday was got, gorgeous. You got your best homestand of the year. You get 17,000 three times for the Yankees. And beautiful, then tell me, oh, everybody's working. No, they're not. They're not graduating. They don't have graduations over and all those other excuses. They just, people just don't give a damn.
2: Yeah, I think they announced 19 plus (coughs) yesterday. yesterday. (laughs) And they can put what now, 27 in there? No, I think they're unlimited. No, I think they're still, I think it's still capped, but they're not getting close to the cap. No, no. So that's not the the thing. The point is, they're not.
1: No. And nobody on a gorgeous Sunday. And you by should the sell way, ninety five, ninety percent of the population is no longer worried about the virus. So right, ninety percent of us, at least one of us, being, you know, are you vaccinated? you're vaccinated. Yeah, you should be fine. Yeah, I mean, not, but it, you know, and the ones that and the ones that aren't vaccinated by now have are not worried. Weren't, have never been worried about it. Right. That's not keeping them away from a game. So, right. No, yeah. this is a disaster. Yeah, it, it is, is a the worst possible. E- because the I can guarantee you these guys were talking excitedly when they got it moved to 10,000 and that they oh, were, you'd yeah. talk to them and they'd just yes. be enthused about yes. people were going to be so hungry for baseball when they could get back in.
2: You, you by the way, on Twitter had one of the great trolling bits. I mean, there have been a lot of them from you, so yeah. no, but you your Ballet sports, North. Well, I stole
1: that from you and now, I know, but you then you, came up, with, to, but then you came up with several But then you came up with several great I, singers. I got going. In fact, I. Uh I did five of them, I think, and then I'm driving back and I said, oh, God, I forgot to have a Dick Bremer one because he's not working this weekend and I heard him talking about going fishing. Okay. So that they were discouraged. It was, you know, kind of a downer that Dick would rather go fishing than watch. He never day. takes the game off. No, and he says, yeah, hell yeah." <laughs> <up. laughs> Enough get, of these. Get Tony the Pony in here. I don't give a damn because I think they were on national. Saturday, Saturday they were Saturday, on Fox. So he used that. Now, okay, if I take Sunday. But Dick's up, never off. Never. Off. I don't think never. he's
2: missed a game since the Victory gotta, Sports Day. I got to
1: think the joy of doing games though is the fact that you don't get on a plane and fly out. You're sitting in that same Which, damn press. By bottle. the way, can we get it's guys ridiculous. back out? Ridiculous. But can we get guys back That's out the, now? The cheap. Yeah. So it's now cheapness, right? Yes. They're not. It's not health. It's cheapness. Well, what, why? You know, for for both teams. By the way, radio and television. Get yes. Them out. By the way, at the Saints game, mm-hmm. the guy from Omaha was there. When I was, you there. know, why? Because he can get on the Storm Chasers bus. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, if we could have the guy from Omaha, yes, uh, you know, uh, giving us all the virus why you know what get gladdy back on the road where he belongs damn it he's got friends this is ricey for the canopy group as you set out to explore minnesota this summer think about this there are 234 cities in minnesota with populations over 2500 the canopy group has clients in all but seven of those why is this fact important Because the Canopy Group's experience in all of these Minnesota cities gives them a unique edge in getting you the best home and auto insurance coverage at the best price. Remember, the Canopy Group offers 15 insurance companies for a reason, to match your specific situation, including zip code, with the best insurance company for you. This is done every year because your situation may change. It is also true that the insurance company's appetites might change as well. This experience working throughout Minnesota provides thousands of Canopy Group clients the peace of mind knowing the Canopy Group is working for them. Please visit the com. And, get, and gl-
2: glad he wants to be on the yes, road as yeah, much yeah, that's as possible. The fun
1: of, I mean, plus, how boring does it get not being yeah. able to... To have them in Anaheim and you're not there looking at that, you know, Safeco is a great ballpark. And
2: instead you're looking at the TV screen. Yeah, it's stupid.
1: Recreation it's cheap-ass yeah. cheap behavior. And I think Bally pays their tabs, right? The twins name the announcer, but Bally pays their tabs. I think
2: that's so. correct, yes.
1: And they're just yes. using it to save money,
2: you know? No now. expense reports is probably a thrill to them.
1: Oh, God, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's incredible. They get a,
2: But, yes, get these guys... Across the
1: board, announcers, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, get them I'm, back out. I think, is it still an MLB thing that they discourage you? I know they originally discouraged from having... You know, that's a good point. What are we doing in the press box now, by the way?
2: MLB has told the employees they need to continue to wear a mask.
1: What a bunch but the of, twins have said, if you are vaccinated
2: and you're comfortable, don't do it. What so a bunch I of quit, I stopped wearing yeah, mine. What a bunch of idiots, though. What is, does still, it surprise you? No. This no. is Rob Manfred's world. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Though, what but, yeah. I'm saying
1: is it seems to me we still got everybody spread out in there instead of maybe having one empty seat between oh, people. A little bit, yeah. The, of course, nobody wants to go to the game, so it doesn't yeah. make any difference.
2: I think the Strohs traveled two guys, and so, yeah, there was a ton of room. Yeah. The
1: Yankees. Did they bring a few?
2: They, oh, yeah. Entire second row. Good. And by the way, I
1: have to tell you. Didn't they just get their ass kicked by uh, – Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Back-to-back losses. Did Um, they win Friday and then... No, they didn't play Friday.
2: Off-day Friday. Off-day Friday. I I bleep you not. They played Saturday and Sunday, and they got waxed on Sunday. But let me tell you, the Zoom call of Zoom calls, okay? Okay. Because, you know, Zoom calls suck. Oh, yeah. Okay, we all agree on that, right? After Chapman came in, four guys, right? Boom, 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 boom. boom, boom, boom. boom. One of... The beat people for the Yankees. A woman, and I don't know who it was. Uh, uh, Marley? Rivera. No, no, huh? no. It was from it was from one of the papers. araldus is doing the Zoom call, right? Oh,
1: araldus araldus is Auraldes are doing it. Good for him, right? That's one thing we wouldn't have had. No, you know. But
2: here's the best part. She, in the most delicate way, asks him if he couldn't cheat. And that's why he ran into trouble.
1: Oh, really? And it
2: was so New York. Is that right? Yeah. She's like, you know, with all of the restrictions going on now or the, you know, could you not? And she said, she said she got done and said, thank you. She they got done. She turned around and said, if I show up shot
1: in Philly, you'll know who did it. Yes. Right. That good for her. Hooray. Hooray. That was great. It's, uh, that's great. So he can't use, what's the name of our substance? What's his stuff that tears your skin Spider-tack? Tech? Spider-tack. Tech. Spider-tack, tech, yeah. Yeah.
2: Wow. But anyway, yeah, so, yeah, but she asked, so with all this going on, uh, have you had to, did you have to uh,
1: reconstitute how you use the baseballs? So, you know what the damnedest thing in baseball is? The Tampa Bay Rays, I say it all the time. Oh. It's, they won, What was it, like, 17 out of 18, but it, they had like six weeks where they lost five games or something. I don't get it. They're Pat. 33 and five or something.
2: They traded Willie Adamas to the Brewers for for nothing, right? For, yeah. Adamas has gone on a tear. Yes. The
1: Brewers are now back because of him. Yes. And Tampa gave him away. Yeah. And Tampa's still great. They got, but they got one good prospect out of it and they got, but I watched him the other night, in this bro Sue, who's like a backup utility right-handed hitter, yep. he was playing short. I thought they had some phenom that they wanted, but this kid was playing. This guy, bro Sue, was, bro so, whatever it is, was playing he shortstop. He played last year in the playoffs, yeah. Yeah, was playing shortstop. But I, they, they're always looking to, I think if they lose 5%, at a position or something or 10% and they can get something good for them, they're going to, it's incredible. I don't get how it happens. But how does it always work? I
2: don't know. That's what I don't
1: understand. Well, it didn't because it was 18 that they were terrible or 17, maybe they fell off the map. Whatever year they were going to start spring training that they talked about the, the, uh, uh, the opener. That's mm-hmm. they. They started, and they were going to do it once around. They were going to have it do it once, and it was like I went up to, I went up to Port Charlotte to write a column about this incredibly, you know, revolutionary thing of not having five starters. Yep. And and you know, twenty minutes later, we were you know having every team in baseball was trying to do it. So they're they're amazing how they get away with it. They've had one bad year in the last. Ten probably mm-hmm. eight or ten,
2: but it makes no sense. No, it doesn't. Like you watch them I mean, and you and you say, okay, that it's not going to work
1: now. Yeah, and now you're looking. Glass now's got the best arm in the league, probably, and they're going to have to trade. They're going to trade him. You know, they, they will be able to pay him. That would be nice finding pitching. That
2: would yes. be a nice thing to have.
1: Yeah, the trouble is, you can't trade him. Your guys making money. That's the trouble. You can't. You know. You can't. Kepler, if Kepler was still good, they'd, they'd be a guy type of player they'd be interested in, but not, right. not when he's only one year from being a free agent or something like that. So, right. Yeah, Glass now, he'll end up going somewhere, and the Dodgers will take him, too, and get three pitchers. When did, the, the the damnedest thing going on outside of them is also the Giants. Now they're they're starting to, to uh, but two days ago, they had the best record in baseball. hmm uh-huh. There's some well, great Lamont, stories. Well, Lamont Wade's played Lamont great Wade's been him.
2: fantastic. Yes. They're they're The Cubs. The Cubs desperately want to dump Chris Bryant. Yes. Like, they thought we're going to be bad. It's going to be great. Yeah,
1: yeah they're first. And they, now they're in they're first. Yeah, right? They yeah. just swept they just, the Cardinals. The well, Cardinals. Did the they, Card- win, they get beat last night again?
2: Yeah. Yeah. the so
1: Cardinals have lost 10 out of
2: 11. Yes. Cardinals are playing terrible. But the Cubs were, were going to trade Chris Bryant. They were going to mm-hmm. get <laughs> a head start. They were going to dismantle. And now they're all excited. Yeah.
1: Or the fans are. The Cubs aren't. Well. They're going uh, to, they, they might not, they might n- not be able to avoid winning this fish. I know. <laughs> you know, the Reno's kept playing good just in time to kick the hell out of the Twins a week from now. Cincinnati. All of a sudden they're starting, mm-hmm. they were terrible and now they're starting to win too. So anyway, it's weird. What else we got going well, explain on? Explain one thing though. Do, do you recall it
2: was, um, Falvian and Levine probably about three years back. They claimed every piece of crap for the bullpen that would come off the wire and they would make all these moves. Okay. And you, you mocked yeah. them and it was funny. Um, David, what was it? David Hale. He pitched, he pitched three yeah. innings. Goodbye. But my question is this this bullpen so bad. I don't know. What happened to that? They're all in St. Paul, I guess. But I mean, there's got to be guys on the wire, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't you sure take a, Take a stab.
1: Yeah, I I look every day and say, well, maybe this guy. You know, yeah. what the hell, Díaz Guerra or something. But I mean, you call him back.
2: And, call him and you just screwed up. He's not good. He can't pitch no. anymore.
1: It's not working. No, and uh, I will say, I was slightly suspicious when I was reading about him. Some after they signed him a while, uh-huh. about how he threw the cutter. 60% of the time, and he had lost velocity. Mm. <laughs> the the previous year, he wasn't throwing as hard as he did. And every time... If somebody had told me that before the the, the guys would cut or lose velocity, before Phil Hughes had his fantastic year in which he threw 70% cutters, and the next year he could hit you in the forehead and not hurt you. And so that's one of my... Things now is not because I'm an expert on it, but if I hear a guy's cutter heavy uh-huh. and has lost two miles an hour of his fastball, I remember, remember, I said it to Suan because Suan said something about how they'd improve their their bullpen, and I said, yeah, watch out for Colome. Interesting, I said, watch out for that because his velocity's down, and and he's his his out pitch is the cutter, and uh, that cutter. If you don't throw it hard, mhm, sits there, you know it sits there and right. let's go, right, you know so, but if yeah. you
2: if you're a halfway decent player on this team right now, and you get on that plane last night and the shoe and column a walk by you, <laughs> what the hell are you thinking, you know, and at this point, I see, well, the twins don't have options, they've got oh, that's b s you got yeah. some options,
1: the shoe can't you know, okay, the kid pitching good. Now, their best pitching prospect, in my opinion, is Canarino. Better than Dur- Duran. But, of course, he now has a bad elbow Yeah, in Cedar Rapids. But he's the guy they all loved in spring training. I watched him pitch two, three times. One day I watched him throw BP to the first teamers who didn't make the trip. And they had him and this Josh Winder, who's a, 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 like a, a level ahead of him. And they... They were taking a hard look at these guys, not to make the team, but as you could just tell, they were looking at these guys as two future starters, maybe next year. And and uh, you now Canarino was he 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 had he started late for Cedar Rapids beforehand. I don't know what it was. I don't think it was the elbow then, but he'd pitched three times and was unhittable. And now there's Winder's pitching real good at Wichita, but I they still won't. He might end up here in St. Paul, but I don't think they'll get him to – there's no sense in bringing him to the big leagues, right. I guess, with this operation. But but beyond that, that's the you know the the biggest shock with this team is their development of younger pitching is brutal. This is Ricey for EcoFun Motorsports. The preseason sale on all bikes, scooters, and ATVs is going on right now in Forest Lake. Beat the spring rush, and EcoFun will give you – the free storage with your purchase until the weather is a bit more bike-friendly. If you enjoy bike rides on a summer day, but maybe your knees aren't what they used to be, then I recommend that you talk with Tim Bloom, the owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Tim and his family will personally help you select the e-bike that is right for you. They will even deliver to your front door in the metro area. Take advantage of the preseason sale prices right now bentelli bikes and yamaha power assist bikes are at their lowest price of the year check out EcoFun motorsports in forest lake take a test ride and put biking back on your list of favorite outdoor activities they also carry a full line of yamaha scooters motorcycles and a variety of yamaha atvs including atvs for kids check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at ecofunmotorsports.com that's e c o f u n motorsports.com and tell Tim you heard it on Racey Unchained. I know. Brutal. How Al- 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 talked about like oh, they got well, he's got a live arm but he's he's mediocre. And he's also not young. No, no, he's 20 what? 6 or something. Yeah, he's mid 20s. Yeah, well, actually, Winder and Canarino are 23-4 and four because they all, you know, everybody's a little older because they all missed a year last year. Right. But, uh, you know, these are guys that, you know, I guess if you take away the fact that they didn't pitch last year, it's not a surprise they aren't in the big leagues. But really good 24-year-olds should be in the big leagues. Yes. Or 23-years. They should be in the big leagues. If they're not there yet, yep. then what's it? I think Duran's what? I think he's 23, so maybe he's not. But I mean, he's not going to be a big league starter this year because they—he's coming back from some injury, and he's pitched when he started. They—they they had him like pitch three innings, right? Mm-hmm. So I—I I don't know. It's—I uh, think we're—I uh, think this is 2011. But do you think and it's so do you yes, think, it's, so think, you think it's, it's the start of it? I think it's the start of Whew. some uh I hope to I God you are I think it's the start of uh, four four years in the abyss. Well, what happens <coughs> to Falvey then? I mean I, that's a that's a lot. Know.
2: If you're going to put him in the abyss for 4 years when this guy was hired what mm-hmm.
1: 2017? Yeah. Well, you know, they'll say hey, we're in the 101, but uh yeah, well. I think they uh you know, they got to... They can't just baseball look at they've uh Chris Davis, the C H R I S Chris Davis, mm-hmm. got released today by Texas. 2015 to 2018. The 2016 to 18, he hit forty eight, forty three, and forty one, drove in three hundred and thirty five runs, right? Yep. And now He's 33 now, so he was 30 when he had his last good year. Now the variety and velocity of pitching—that's—he can't handle. It. He's been terrible. Mm-hmm. The you know the, when and spin rate or whatever it is, he's just like the other Chris Davis, and he just got released today because he wasn't making that much money. But that's the no, you know that's the no. He can't unless somebody yes. throws him a. Now he went out and hit that ball to right field on a, I think a fastball away. I was shocked, and that was good. But uh, I mean, I think the, I think more than anyone, the the all or nothing guys are the ones that are really being eaten up by this variety of pitching. More maybe even not only velocity, but you never see the same guy three times. Right. Right. You know? Right. I mean, well, you know, and Miguel has no
2: approach at all. ever. no. no he's but, just going to go up there and.
1: But if I'm, if I'm somehow Nelly Cruz has managed to do it at age 40, which is, I mean, he's, he's cold and hot and he's not what he was, but, but you know, he's, he's got still plan. acceptable. Yes. And, but boy, if I got those guys, those all or nothing guys, unless they've, unless they get the gook out of the game, you know, the, the, just putting this stuff on the ball, the, the globs of. Yep. Uh, I don't think those guys, that's not the way to go. That's not the way for a team to play baseball anymore, I don't think. Because Houston hits home runs. Houston doesn't hit that many home runs, but they hit the ball hard to various places and put guys on base. That's the way to go, I think.
2: Well, and when when you watch Cruz go to the plate, so Cruz works to count and knows how to, right? Yep. Miguel, you, you can see the wheels churning in his head at times. You can see when he gets a couple of balls now, he thinks to himself, I wonder if I can just walk. But he's not working the count. Mm -hmm. He's like he's like me as a kid, because I was afraid (laughs) to swing and look stupid. He's just thinks, can I get four balls here? Mm -hmm. Where Cruz is actually trying to finesse the count. That's the and yeah, you're right. And I don't know. The problem is he has no value. And he's a better first baseman now. He's turned himself he's into okay. a far better fielder he's, than he you know, is at the plate. Still
1: well, yeah, he's still average at best. But, yeah, but, but I mean, I made just, some plays. But I'm
2: just saying, I'm pleasantly surprised that he can play first base. But at the plate, it's a disaster. But he's
1: 28. He's going to get worse. Yeah. He's going look to at, look at the Davis brothers. Chris Davis and Chris Davis. Look at those guys. They're similar type of hitters, yep. except one was a lefty. And they got worse. They're going to get worse. He's going to get worse. He's not going to get better. He's going to get worse. You always think if he can only get back to what he was the second half, uh, whatever the hell it was, yes. 17 or 18, he's not. He's not. He's only going to get worse, in my opinion. So, you know, because he isn't going to get smaller. No, no, he won't. No, none of us get smaller. No, they. No, we, we get, don't. We, we try.
2: We, we might get, try. We get
1: smaller briefly. Yeah, and then we get bigger again. Bigger Because <laughs> we think to ourselves, well, we're smaller now. Yeah, we anytime can- we got smaller... When we get bigger, we got bigger than we were before. We got smaller, And when we
2: got smaller, we think we can go back to our previous lifestyle, because now (laughs) we're smaller. smaller. I got some wiggle room, and the next thing you know, you got no wiggle room. That's what
1: he did. He got smaller in 2020, showed up for spring training. Unfortunately, he had
2: gashed his (laughs) heel. Yes,
1: but he still was in good shape by his standards. He was probably 280, and he comes back last year. And he, he went back to wherever he went, to Dominican or wherever What's he and said, hey, I got smaller. I think I'll go back to my old lifestyle. Oh, he's got to be over 300.
2: Three what? Yeah, he's three I don't something. Know. He's three something.
1: Yeah, he's over 300. This is a huge human being. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's a massive man. Yeah. He's a football player as far as like. An yes, he is. And I, I would never say, he's oh, old. he's got to get down to 260 or something. But if he yeah. could get it to 80. But it's also not a swing to catch up with a good fastball Mm -hmm. above the belly you know that's it's not not too many guys can do it anyway but he's it takes him a while to load up you know so mudcat grant he was uh i didn't never never covered him you know it was before my time i was sitting in the left field bleachers when he hit a home run not very far away maybe 15 feet from where it landed uh, the, one of the great moments in Twins history, Game 6, because you go out to L.A., they, they got him on the, those bricks out there because that team was, the the battle of athletic ability be, between the Twins and the Dodgers and speed was rather <laughs> rather alarming. Yep. And Twins had Harmon playing third. And they were just chopping the ball over his head. You know, Wills and those guys just chopping the ball over his head. And the Twins, they made the Twins look like, Jackasses for three games in Dodger Stadium. So they come back, and you're kind of depressed. And all of a sudden, they Mudcat beats them in Game Six. Goes nine pitching on two days rest, by the way, just like Gofax did in Game Seven. And Rocco uh, would never approve. And my, Mudcat. That was like okay, Mudcat, good pitcher, but that was that was the outlier. That was a, a great. That was his best year ever. And a great pitcher and probably would have won the Cy Young if they gave two back mm-hmm. then, but they only gave one. Mm-hmm. And Koufax Koufax had ten shutouts and twenty nine complete games or something. So uh so I they that was hard to make a case for Mudcat. And the next year, by the way, Cott would have won it for sure. He was twenty five and seven, but again, that was the last year they only gave it the one and it was Koufax again. So then in sixty seven Lomborg ended up winning it for Boston, and I think Lomborg won it in '67. And yep, and Cot—I was talking to Cot the other day about Mudcat, and he said, "Yeah, I always told Lomborg he stole that one because you know, cause he, you know, he won it because of it. Would have been hard to win it, Cy Young, as an American League pitcher, though. Gibson, Marischal, yeah, Koufax, and Drysdale." Uh, they all four of those guys pitched in the all-star game here in 65. So, But, yeah, Mudcat was a really good guy. I uh, wrote a piece on him in 05. I got him out. It was he really was, good. I read it again. He was out at Northland, that business hotel out there, mm-hmm. making some kind of an uh, appearance or there was somebody doing something. Maybe they had a like a luncheon there that day. And sat down with him for an hour, and he was great. Man, he was he was terrific. And uh, I never got into him though. In the book, it's in the book. But think about his up upbringing in this little redneck town of thirteen hundred, and the segregated Florida. And and uh, that I'd forgotten the story. I'd forgotten the story of uh, how that was in that column I wrote about how they were going to send him home. They saw him try to play shortstop for three days and they were going to send him home. And uh, who was it? Red Ruffing was the pitching coach there and says, tell him you're a pitcher. Tell him. So he, Mudcat says, they say, you got it. yeah, uh, we're going to send you home, son. He says, man, it's too bad. You never got to see me pitch. And then they, that's genius. then Red Ruffing and somebody else took him in the bathroom, took him in a bathroom and taught him how to, how to look like a, Stand on a mound and stuff. Right. And then uh and then Red Ruffing told him, First guy up, see if you can hit him in the head. You know, yeah. throw as hard as you can and just knock him down. <laughs> and, and Mudcat's story is he knocked the guy down. All these other guys got terrified. He he had twelve strikeouts and they kept him around and <laughs> that's how he jumped like around. I'm sure that Mudcat's stories had a little more uh, flavor flair than yeah. might have been expanded, but uh, a really good guy, and uh, you know we loved him. And uh, I'd forgotten about him singing that uh, "What a Wonderful World" at uh, at uh, Harmon's memorial service, and uh, he, you know his voice wasn't didn't have much left then, but right that no, was good he, though. Yeah, Mudcat and the Mudcat and the Kits and Kittens, he made he got the. I think there were three good-looking gals he got behind him, and he made appearances after that 65 season and yep. and got a little bit of a lounge career out of it. Well, that's awesome. How about the story, though, that, uh, uh, and this was in that column I wrote, too, about how he, was, he met Tr- Trudy, the gal from Austria, when he was uh, out, he said somewhere in California. Was he a minor league club for the Cleveland or something? I don't know. But he was started dating Trudy, and they they warned him not to that a black man dating, dating a white girl in the, yeah. the mid fifties was fifty fifty seven or so. They warned him. Unfortunately, not it's to. not surprising and at I all. I think it was in California too. It yeah. wasn't in wasn't like the in teams the were probably section. very concerned about. Oh yeah. Well, anything. You know, what Tony told me was, and both Cotton Tony told me that you know hell. Tony told me they were still in Florida. In '65, staying in a different hotel, the black guys. Wow, and uh, and Mudcat became a very outspoken person. Yeah, what was the that?
2: thing I saw? He got did he get suspended with Cleveland for inserting something into the anthem or something? Did Did you see that story? Oh, I didn't know, but he was uh, he was a civil rights activist. Yeah, I mean, he but, does, and this good was, for him.
1: this was in this was in the middle of it, you know, '64 '65. Yeah. Yep. And Earl was, uh, you know, his big buddy, of course. Do you know, I didn't. I looked it up. Earl was done at 32. Is that what he, the Last year here, 32, because they just beat... The last year, 60... 67? No, 68, because then they brought in Rose... No, yeah, 68. And they, you, they traded for Roseboro, so yeah. And
2: probably. you said the the Mudcat trade of the Dodgers was actually a good... Oh, it worked great, out well. Great
1: trade. Baranowski was, okay. you know, a great... And he just died. Sharonowski was the stopper on two teams that won ninety seven and ninety-eight games. Yeah. And uh, the first division title teams. And uh and uh, you know, they got him, they got uh, uh they got Bob Miller, who was okay. You know, he was help helping in the relief and Roseboro Roseboro caught for two years. He wasn't great, but he was they didn't have a catcher. So, you know, he was that was that was a really good trade for him. And Mudcat, Mudcat later on became a reliever for Oakland and did okay. But he yeah. he, he couldn't make it as a Dodger. And Zoilo was cooked. What happened so, with Zoilo? I, I think Zoilo might have not been 20. When he was our 20-year-old shortstop, they weren't checking first or You he might have been the 24-year-old shortstop? He was shortstop? already married, you know, with a kid or two. Okay. Uh, and a lot of that was... Cuban Catholicism because these guys had the mothers who yeah who wouldn't let them get friendly with any gals unless they were you know the the, the legend was i think Tony told me the stories about some of the guys when they'd get a date mom would ride in the back seat oh, good god <laughs> didn't trust them mom would ride in the back seat. Was, I mean that mom would chaperone huh? that was hardcore Catholicism down there and uh but Zoilo, i think was you know Three years older, maybe, or something. But he, when he went, he went, man. Calvin yeah. made some good trades, didn't he? Oh yeah, Calvin. And you know he had George Brophy and his. when his brother Sherry was alive, they were they were a pretty good organization. Sherry was was a pretty good baseball man. The one I'll never get the Danny Thompson trade. How do
2: you trade a guy <laughs> who's terminally ill?
1: Terminally ill. How it's do you leukemia. trade? And you actually get guys. that came back yeah, in that re- re- deal. Well. Or is that he not the Smalley Yes, it was a Smalley trade. And he told so, Texas okay. it was worse than trading Danny who was going under, who was, by the way, on every day off would go down to Mayo Clinic for experimental leukemia treatment and have these god-awful scars and things on him. Uh, I mean, you'd see him in the and he'd try to play with these awful things on him. And not only did Calvin trade him, he made them take him. He made that if you want Bly Levin, you have to take Danny. Oh, that's how, oh my God. <laughs> yes, that's how he ended up in the trade. Was, oh. And I think he died that. He died very short. That, he didn't that live fall, much longer. I, mean, I don't think he did. So that, Calvin oh, made him take him. Because <laughs> to get rid of, Danny he couldn't have been making Seven, but can you imagine seven. doing that to a guy now who's trying <laughs> yeah, to play through yeah, a terminal you think, illness? You think you might get criticized you, on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, you think that'd go well? I think Mrs. Thompson might go on Twitter and say, uh, they're, they're, you know, not only are we traded, not only they traded him, they made him go to Texas and he was getting treated at yeah. Mayo Clinic. So he had yeah. to, probably had to pay for his own flights back here go to Mayo play in the Texas heat at that yeah. erector set ballpark they used to have. One of the greatest guys of all time, Danny Thompson. Thompson. God, he was funny. He was unbelievable, even when he was sick. And, you know, people got to recall that leukemia was damn near incurable yes. back then. And uh, 1976, it was, you know, the the great progress we've made with it. I mean, people still die from it, but uh, this was not that adult. It was, it was an old-time hardcore leukemia, but uh, the famous story there, which Thompson always told was, it showed up in his end of the season. I think it showed up in his end of the season physical when they left that there was something wrong with his blood, or maybe it was because he was lost energy and they tested him or something. So they took his blood, and Doc McKenzie was the internist there. Doc's bedside manner lacked a little bit. He was a friend of mine. I went duck hunting with him a few times, but he was a doctor who didn't like blood. But <laughs> but but McKenzie. Uh, McKenzie calls him up and says, Well, you gotta, we gotta, you gotta be in the hospital tomorrow morning at uh, nine o'clock, mm-hmm. or no, eight o'clock. You gotta go in the hospital tomorrow. We gotta start, we gotta start working on you. And he said, And Danny says, what, 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 Why? And he says, Leukemia. <laughs> What? Leukemia. Come what did you expect? On. There was leukemia. For, we told you it might be leukemia. Oh, you God. Know? leukemia. <laughs> nice bedside manner. God, it was unbelievable. Uh, he was. He and Bobby Randall were the short and second yeah, baseman Bobby. there. I call them the Sod Brothers because Danny Thompson was from Oklahoma. You know. Yep. And I'll rural Oklahoma someplace and and. Bobby Randall was from Gove, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Graduated with a class of four in Gove, Kansas. Really? All boys. And he said, his great quote he gave me one day, I could have kissed him, the senior prom was a bummer. Because <laughs> they had four boys. He could, you know, he's the guy that they put in second when they moved Rodney to first, because the, making the double play was like, the holy grail of second base play then, right? Mm-hmm. Now we don't care. Well
2: and guys would also go to, into you back then and oh, try yeah, to take yeah, it out. And so, Randall would
1: take care of. he got flipped. That's and, how Rod got hurt. Yeah. At first yeah, he got a bad knee right early, like sixty eight or something. But Rodney would give it the flip, you know, and wasn't real good at turning the double play. And Frank Willis he one of his he finally got him moved to first base in sometime in seventy five, I think, at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And, or maybe 74, I mean, we got to move to first base. They, they, they had a promotion in September of whatever year it was. Rod Carew moves to first night. They had it. Because they were the so Twins desperate. Mauer. It had to be 74 because that's the year that they drew nobody. That was my first year on the beat. Their total attendance was 690. If you had a, I remember, I've looked at some of the old stuff and it said like, before a before a sizable Friday night crowd of summer and a Friday night crowd of ten thousand one hundred eleven or wow. something, and uh, but uh, yeah, Rod Carew moves to first night. It didn't pack the building. No, so I'm sure it did. didn't. But anything? Did, did you get a certificate? I yeah. Did, did you well, get I'm, I'm sure they I gave you a, They were big on keychains. Yep, <laughs> big on keychains. Big on
2: keychains. Big on keychains
1: yep. Fan appreciation night. Always a keychain, and yep. then somebody get a car. I remember. Somebody, oh, I remember the car. Somebody yeah. get a car. They have a drive. I think for the car, a car went through
2: the Metrodome days, didn't it?
1: Yeah, I maybe think the cars still. Were... Yeah, probably. But the, they used to drive out. They somebody. You, would, you know what would I missed? Jacket day. You remember jacket, jacket day? day? You get those
2: cheap ass like. Yeah, I don't even know what they were.
1: Plastic jackets. Nothing ever beat. Halter top day though. Oh, that was another we good one. We loved halter top day. I don't think we could get away with halter top day. It was nice and hot last week. It would have been a good day for halter yes, top.
2: Yes. Halter top day. day was a great one. <laughs> yes, i halter. remember.
1: I, I Don
2: Cassidy. And they'd all and everyone would put on if they got a halter top, they'd they go, go put somewhere it on. The they'd girls go in the bathroom and, yeah, and put, they on, the put on, on the halter top. And that
1: was the 70s, so Bob Doder was the UPI guy, and he had a he didn't have a left... I don't know what was wrong with his left eye. He couldn't see out of his left eye, but he must have been taken out or something. And he had a patch on it. He wore a patch. And one of the great characters of all time. I love that guy. He sat down at the far end of the the press box, but I'd go down and shoot the breeze with him if we were sitting at the other end. Because it was a big, long press box for baseball. Yep. And Doder Uh, He's a guy that nicknamed Hoskin Powell Neutral.
2: The Meadows at Mystic Lake invites you to play their award-winning public golf course. It offers a unique, challenging, and scenic experience that both beginner and expert golfers will enjoy. The Meadows at Mystic Lake features over 7,000 yards of pristine bent grass fairways, trees and greens surrounded by acres of wildflowers and prairie plants. This oasis just minutes away from downtown Minneapolis provides a magical escape to nature. It's never too early to book a tee time or shop the pro shop. Stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by the Shakopee Wakatetsu community.
1: Because <laughs> he played a neutral and he nicknamed Pete Macken and Clank. <laughs> clank, he was Clank. But Doter, when one of those good looking girls would walk by in the halter top, he'd always pick up his patch. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he'd always hold it, like he's trying to get a real good look at this gal with his bad t- yeah. He'd pick up his patch. He was hilarious. He died, man. He didn't make it to 60, I don't think. He got cancer, but uh yeah, they had the great promotions out there—the bats and uh, they bat did, day where, where they'd pound and they'd pound yeah, the bats the entire yeah, day. The start coming off the. Halsey and Herb uh, would go nuts. <laughs> Halsey especially. Halsey hated it. That's one reason. Halsey, <laughs> Halsey would be like screaming on the broadcast. <laughs> it was hilarious. But they'd bang on the. They'd, you know, give out the bats beforehand instead of... The one afterwards.
2: the players had to hate was
1: Camera Day. You remember Camera Day? They'd, oh, yeah.
2: they'd send oh, yeah, the, the fans would know. go on the warning yes, track areas. Right? And, and those
1: things always drew fairly well.
2: Yeah. You know? And yeah. you'd take your Polaroids with the players. The yes. players had to hate those.
1: Yeah, but you couldn't beat uh,
2: Campers Weekend. Yeah, campers' weekend preceded me. I have no recollection. Yeah, of, well, I think it was. Good. I,
1: I, I think some good. of the stories that you Al- told about Al- campers' alcohol week- was involved. It, yes, <laughs> campers' weekend. I'm sure it was. Yes, there was. Uh, I've told you the story about the friend of mine who we shall go nameless, but a visiting writer who uh, met a young lady at campers' day after the game. You know, like at, We'd go out there and drink after midnight or so, and 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 cavort with the, the the crazies. And the game starts the next day at one fifteen or 1 whatever it was, He's not there. The visiting writer. And you could see out kind of into center field a yes. little bit. You could see into center field. Yes. And it's about the second inning. And you can see this lonely figure <laughs> with a <the> typewriter coming. <laughs> Way off in the distance, and those apartments Sid owned in Centerfield. Yeah, he uh, he was he was awakened on a couch on there by the national anthem, <laughs> <laughs> the national anthem wafting across, and the young lady. <laughs> was uh gone but her daughter was sitting there staring at him so when he woke up in the morning oh the god daughter. bless the 70s <laughs> yes it was unbelievable yeah it was well, he uh, had
2: the good sense to find a companion who lived right by the ballpark <laughs> yes
1: he did and uh you know those things happened what the? Heck? oh god okay that's like augie when uh augie uh we were in oakland and augie just took the trip to drink and raise hell and this is in the 70s Augie, Augie meets a gal in a bar and she says, are you a player? Yeah. And, and, uh, Augie didn't look like a player, you know, he was, he was, I mean, he was not tubby or anything, but he just was not a physical presence. Right. So he's caught by surprise, but he figures he's a player, but it has to be a player that she wouldn't. You know, you can't say, "Yeah, I'm Rod Carew" or something right. like that. So he said he was Bill Butler. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was Love Bill it. Butler, yep. and I, we always uh, and apparently it was a Hispanic lady that uh, he met out there, young Hispanic girl he met out there, and she called him Bill, Bill, Bill Butler, <laughs> and uh, with, a, with an accent. And for years we'd call him, <laughs> he was walking the bar and it's, it's Bill Butler. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, but it was the seventies. We can be excused for all yes, our yeah, yeah, debauchery. There men. was a war going on, yep. Vietnam. We all hated it. We protested. <laughs> we were all, uh, you know, we were learning. Uh, some of us, some of us weren't taking drugs, LSD. Some of us just drank, and I, I'm very proud. I just drank. I didn't take LSD. Stayed away from uh, hallucinogenics. Although, don't you wish you tried it once? Never tried yeah. never, No, no, never I tried never, tried never tried
2: LSD. But. Yeah, and I heard some bad stories about shrooms, so I avoided those too. <laughs> yeah, right. I right. had some
1: friends that tried shrooms and, and I couldn't smoke dope cuz I couldn't smoke cigarettes Yeah, it's over I couldn't say. Yeah. I mean, so I'll, I just, I've given that a shot. I, I just settled for liquor, but the 70s are I've said this. I you know, I'm glad I got sober 40 years ago. But I wouldn't trade. <laughs> but I'm glad I had the experience. You picked a good decade to be drunk I'm glad in. I had the experience. But you picked a good decade, yes. too. Yes, and the, the kids came out good, and, you know, they came out yeah, okay. Yeah, your kids uh, are great. Nobody got hurt, and, yeah, uh, you know. Father of the years, you said. Never got a DWI, which is a well, sad commentary I was gonna say, on, the, on the police. That's an uh, oversight by, yeah, a, by yeah. the police department. Yeah. Several, I once wrote a column on that saying that, there are several police departments between St. Paul and Prior Lake that should be very embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But anyway, all right. What the hell, you know? <laughs> Let's, uh, yeah. We had to talk about something outside our. No, the I twins are and there's not much going on. All right,
2: so, all right. Talk to you. Yes.
1: If you have questions about your retirement savings, do what I did and work with a person that knows what the heck is going on. Uh, work with Josh Arnold, Mister Money Talk. My guy, Josh, will give you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice. Learn how you can benefit from Josh's focused approach by setting up your own no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation to review your investments. Call Josh now, 952-925-5608.
0: Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar,